You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome, or welcome back, whatever the case may be, to uh, Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. Um, that's Anna Tigre. She's my wife. That. <laughs> that. <laughs> that. They can't see me. <laughs> I can. <laughs> uh, I love doing these shows with you, actually. You know, I'm, I, I am going to have other guests on the show, but uh, you're just... I, I'm gonna. There's just some other people out there that are interesting. Not oh. as interesting as you. Not more interesting. Terry. Than you, just different interesting. I in just can't way. accept that. I know. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Hi, baby. How you doing? Today's a big day. We're gonna do a photo shoot today. I know. When's the last time we shot? It mission. No, it was Mission Beach. It was a year ago. It was December. This. Oh, that's right. December I thought it was August, but year. it was December. Yes. And that was a crazy shoot. Like we. <laughs> that was a year ago. <laughs> I'll we leave were, a, I'll leave we a were, link for for the vlog that we did of that day. The coolest vlog. Yeah, it was funny. But that photo shoot, I wouldn't consider like the most prepared photo shoot. We were staying in Mission Beach with my mom and dad, and Jesse was in a little Airbnb, bit older. In an Airbnb. Airbnb that was the size of our bathroom. Right. Two bedroom. In the pictures, you know, they used the big lens. Jesse was sleeping in our room, and the night oh, before, so he that got no sleep. So we got no, no sleep. sleep. And then it took me, I think, three hours to get ready, hair and makeup, because, you know, getting interrupted. We didn't at, have outfits. We had to go buy every something. Every two minutes. Yep. And then we... We finally make it down to the pier. There's just a sliver well, of It was all sun. overcast when we got there. Anna, this is not going to work. You really want to do it. It's like, well, yeah, let's do it. We went through all this trouble. We get down there, and just as we're about to walk onto the beach, just a sliver of the sun. sun came through, and yeah. it was just like, wow. And then we shot probably for 10 minutes, and, and that was it. You were freezing your buttons off. Oh, it was so cold. But we did get some good shots. You did good. Yeah. You're a very, very good model. Thank you. I just did it like when things are rushed like that and I don't have time to have some me time to prepare, you mm -hmm. know, um, I just never feel like, okay, I did my best but job. Maybe you knocked it out of the park. Yeah. No, I mean, we got some good shots, but I, I always feel like, okay, imagine if I had the time to prepare, mm -hmm. we would have gotten much, you know, that's, that's how I feel anyway. Yeah. So today I'm preparing just a bit school. Everybody thinks... Everybody thinks that you and I got together because you were a model. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I get that all the time. Uh, because I've, I've talked to other photographers. Well, I, th I guess because they see all the pictures we take together, so they just assume. Yeah, but I, I've, I've mentored other photographers, and I, at one point in time, I would I, there was a studio here in town, and, and a couple times he asked me to be a guest instructor at a master's class. And, yeah. and I would always give the speech that if you're there, if you're a photographer because you want to bang chicks, mm -hmm. it's, it's, the wrong, you know, it's the wrong motive. You, know, you do it because you love it. Right. Right. And, uh, and if you're doing, if you're shooting women in glamour, you know, sometimes you're, well, it's a little off putting if you're there for the wrong reasons, if you're not really there for the pictures. Right. 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 And, uh, because so many guys get into it because of that reason, they just want to meet Because you'll meet a lot of beautiful women. Yeah. Sure. Or you want to shoot women nude, you know, you go to these master's <laughs> classes and you know that when it gets to the nude part, you know, everybody wants to pile up and, you know, it's like a lineup to shoot the girl with her top off. Right. And the other stuff that actually improves your skill as a photographer is a little That's less. Awkward. Less of a draw. 
So that, that's why I brought it up. And, yeah. and then, of course, I've got shot back. Well, your wife's a model, you know. Right. I said, yeah, but she wasn't a model when I met her. No, I was not. We, you want to talk about how we met? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> well, that it was 2008, I, February 2008. And, and I was... Uh, I, At that particular time... I'm going to tell the story because you are terrible at timelines. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to tell this story. You'd be correcting be me the whole way through. All over the place. Okay, so what happened? You have the worst memory. It's a good memory. It's just really short. <laughs> no, you always remember the details of I the scenario, but you can't do timelines. I can't. I have two flaws. Only two, right? One is I can't put <laughs> anything in a timeline because it's not, that's not how my brain deals with it. And the other thing, I can't judge volume. Yeah, I know that. I'll make more oatmeal. I made oatmeal <laughs> yesterday for, for everybody. For 35 people? I, go, I looked in the fridge last night and there's like this big container full of cold oatmeal because yes. I obviously made too much, right? And I was worried <laughs> there wouldn't be enough. Well, in a, it's going to be 11 years in February mm -hmm. that we met. And uh, I went to Los Angeles to do a show there. And my friend Monica Brandt told me, if you're going to do a show in Los Angeles, you got to hire my makeup artist, Nancy Jambazian. Yeah, right. And she is the best, blah, blah, blah. So sure Now, when enough, you say do a show, for a those figure, that a, don't know. A fitness show. A yeah, you were, you it was were, a, I was a figure competitor. Right. So I was doing a fitness show. It was uh, the Ironman, I think it was called. It, It's, I don't think it exists anymore, that show. But um, so I went out there and three months prior, my sister and I had started uh, my first fitness wear line. It was Physique called Physique Brazil. Brazil. And at that point, we didn't even have a, a website yet. It was just starting. Um, so I go out there and Nancy was so sweet and like that. She came over to my hotel room to do my makeup. And I just happened to have my suitcase open And she saw some of the stuff, some of my clothing there. And she goes, that is so cute. Uh, where did you get that? I said, well, this just happens to be my clothing line. And so she goes, well, next month or in a few weeks or whatever, I'm going to be at the Arnold and I'm the stylist for this photo shoot for Auction Magazine. I'm going to shoot with this really great photographer. And she said, I'm always looking for new clothes. And I said, she goes, would you mind if I put your clothes in the magazine? And I said, I don't <laughs> no, think don't I do would that. mind. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I would mind. And so, um, and so I said, and I was going to go to the Arnold to work the Muscle Milk booth. It was the first and only booth that I've ever worked. Do they get that from muscle cows? Yeah, real muscular you cows. Ever, did they show you how to milk them? Did they actually milk them in the booth or... No, it's all already pre You go to like a muscle field where there's like <laughs> muscle cows grazing. Anyway, um, so that was my first time at the Arnold, my first time working at a booth. And she texted me, first day of the Arnold, she texted me and she said, oh, no, no, back up. So I got to the Arnold and I didn't know this, but the first day, the, the Thursday, mm -hmm. everybody goes to the... Everybody in the industry? Yeah. Everything that gets done, every business meeting, every everything, everything gets done Thursday night in the Hyatt Bar. Right. Right. Well, I had no idea. Like, I was there just to work the booth and uh, they, they roomed me with another girl 
And uh, I was about to go to the hotel um, gym to do my cardio. And she's like, no, I want to go to the Hyatt because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I got to meet this person or whatever. And you know how girls are. They never want to go anywhere alone. And I'm like, okay, I'll go with you, you know, because I, I had just met her. I wanted to be like cordial. So anyway, I put on my jeans and my tank top and whatever, and I show up there and everybody's dressed like they're going to a club, <laughs> or at least most people. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm not here to impress anybody. Like, I really didn't care, right? And so anyway, long story short, um, I'm sitting at a table with some people that I knew and this girl, and she goes, oh my gosh, it's Terry Goodlad. Uh, he's the best photographer. He's going to shoot me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, good. And I had no interest in like shooting and meeting photographers. I had done a couple photo shoots and I'm like, I don't think I like this modeling stuff, right? <laughs> I didn't really like it. And and so she goes, come with me. And so we go and we go talk to you. And I didn't know this at the time, but you can tell that part. But I was high as a kite. <laughs> I was so <laughs> high. painkillers. Well, what, it, you had, what had happened is, yeah. is at the time I was training to fight, right? And, and I was training for a fight. And this was a pretty big fight. And I had, uh, unbeknownst to me, I had actually fractured my left leg, my shin bone. Right. And, uh, and, and then uh, was ready for the fight a week before, discovered that it was fractured and had to pull out of the fight, couldn't do the fight. And then uh, in the process of treating You had it, exposed bone. Yeah, I had an inch and a half by a half inch of exposed bone. <sighs> what, what had happened is I had fractured the leg and I would train on it. So what I did is I would go to the gym when I had to train and I would just kick the bag with this leg and it would hurt. Like I can't even describe the pain. But if you do it long enough, it starts to get numb and then you can train. So that's what I did for a month, right? Oh Getting ready for this gosh. fight. And then I <clears throat> was hired to come out to... Uh, to Denver to do a, a model workshop or mm -hmm. work with, you know, talk about modeling and stuff like that and, and branding and all that. So, so I go up there and the woman that put this thing on, her husband's an orthopedic surgeon. So I said, hey, dude, can you hook me up with some freezing? Yeah. So I can freeze my leg before this Numb. fight because it hurts so bad, right? right? And he said, sure, let me take a look at it. And he says, do you mind if I clean up some of the wound, right? And I said, yeah, yeah, go for it. You know, so he trimmed out, he debrided it, uh -huh. cleaned it all out. Well, I had an inch and a half by half inch of exposed shin bone. Uh -huh. And he said, dude, I don't think you can fight. You need to go back and get this x-rayed. So I went back home after it was over, trained and everything there. Oh my god! Went back home, got an x-ray and it was fractured. So right. I couldn't do the fight because it very high possibility, you know, would be a compound fracture and it'd be horrible, right? Right. Um, so anyway, long story short, this thing... Your had, leg was the size of your pant leg. Well, I had to pack it twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Right. You had to take all the bandages out, and then you had to wet. It's called wet pack it. So you had to put some iodine, iodine in saline, and yeah, you know, it was horrible, right? And uh, so anyway, in the process of this thing healing, it got infected. Of course. And so I went to see the fight doctor because I was training at Randy Couture's gym then. So I mm -hmm. went to see their fight doctor and he said, you need to check into the hospital. You'll be in there for a couple of weeks on vancomycin, right? And uh -huh. another cocktail of drugs. He says, because with the fracture, if that infection gets in the bone, it will kill all the bone, kill the marrow, and you'll have to, you'll lose your leg. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, <laughs> but I had no insurance. And I had to go to the Arnold that weekend because I was working for oxygen. Right. And so I said, 
instead of che- the hospital's right next door. Yeah. Instead of checking, he thought I went to check into the hospital. I went to the airport, <laughs> got on an airplane, went to Columbus, Ohio, because uh-huh. I'm going to work. And I got there, and there's a buddy of mine that owned a clinic, and I like the pain was just because he, he never gave me painkillers because he thought I was checking into the hospital. Right. And the pain was just unbelievable. My, I that was when the 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 track pants had big baggy legs. Yeah, and it was tight. It was so swollen and hot and it was just infected. Right. And the pain, I can't even describe the pain. So I flew all the way to Columbus, met my buddy there. And he said, listen, I've got some stuff for you. And he said, what we'll do is we'll get you sorted out here, do your weekend. And then on Sunday, you fly to Florida to my clinic and we'll see if we can get you sorted out there. So, right. so that's what we did. So he loaded me up on drugs. So I'm just cooked. Like <laughs> so cooked. That's, that's when I, I meet my, him for the I don't know my time. ass from page 10. We met apparently. I don't remember the meeting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I meet him and I'm with this girl and he goes, oh, where do you live? You know, you have... This is what he says. You have broad shoulders and a in a square face or whatever. I cheek, said this. Yeah, cheek, uh, cheekbones, and you would photograph really well. Where do you live? And I said, at the time I lived in Austin. I said, oh, I live in Austin, Texas. He goes, I'm going out there in a in April, and I'm going to shoot for the magazine. But I have an extra day. Would you like to shoot? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Why don't you give me your card? I'll get back to you. Because I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> Never heard of him before. It, what if he does some weird ass photography? Like, I don't want to commit to anything, right? Good thing he didn't even remember. I don't know that. But I took his card and uh, put it away. And then the next day, um, Nancy Jim Basin, the makeup mm-hmm. artist, she's supposed to stop by my booth and get the clothes to the photographer. Well, well, she asked me, she says, listen, I met this really, really nice girl, Brazilian girl. She's got this line of clothing. It's beautiful. Would you mind using it in the shoot? And I said, no, absolutely not. You know, right. It's not a big deal. So great. she, she texts me and she's like, Anna, I, I, I'm swamped and I will not be able to come to the booth. Do you mind taking it to the photographer for me? He's working at this other booth, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, sure. I got a break. So she told me where to go. And I get there. And I'm like, oh, that's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the time, like I knew who Elaine was, mm-hmm. you know, from the magazines. And she was there well, with we you. We were long since. Well, separated. I, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's Elaine's husband. We've oh, been cool. separated, I think, three or four years at that point. Right. Well. But I didn't know, right? Because yeah. there was no big announcement, nor that I would have followed or cared either way, right? So I'm like, oh, okay. And Elaine was there. I talked to her and I gave the clothes to you. And then and then after that, you used for the shoot the next day. Mm-hmm. And then you contact my sister and I and you're like, oh, we shot the clothes shot so well. You know, if you have, if you want me to shoot again. So we started working together the entire couple months mm-hmm. until you came out to Austin and then, and, you and and then you shot my sister and I, uh huh, and uh, and then after that, um, we were friends and we still continued to work together. And at that time, you didn't know this, but I had separated mm-hmm. and moved in with my sister, mm-hmm. and then she and I were looking to move somewhere, mm-hmm. um, which I wanted to move to San Diego because that's where I lived before I went to Austin. But I truly couldn't afford it. I couldn't it's too afford. Expensive. Yeah, I couldn't afford California, and I had a brand new business and like that. And I'm like, I can't go there. But it was either Florida or the West Coast, and I've always been a West Coast person. I just, I don't know why. I mean, 
Um, and so, and so what happened is we came out here because I was competing at the USA. I told you guys, I said, why don't you move out here? Because I can shoot all your clothes for right. you and help you build your business. Yes. But that was when, remember I came to compete at the mm-hmm. USA yeah. and then, and then I'm like, okay, we're going to have to go check it out. I had never been, I had been to Vegas once, but it wasn't, you know, you go to a hotel, you don't see anything. So my sister and I came out and I was like, what do you think, Lulu? And she's like, well, I think I like it. So we, it was just like that. And you were like, well, if you guys move out here, um, we can do a trade. Mm-hmm. I, we would pay for your studio. You could shoot whoever yeah. you wanted. And then you would do all of our sh- shoots for free. And so we're like, well, that sounds good. So anyway, through that time, you and I became really good friends and we were on the phone all the time, mm-hmm. either as friends or doing well, business. I was, I was and, training you then too. And then I you started, started training, training That's me. That's my other life that I never talk about. Right. But I was a coach. I coached That's true. I professional about and that. elite athletes for yeah. like 35 years, right? Right. And so, no, what happened was at the photo shoot in Austin, after the shoot, um, you went with your, your, with your friend Kevin and uh, you guys were like, when is your show? You know, how, how are you training? And then you point out that some, you know, some of parts of my physique were not balanced. So you guys ask about my training and then you, you ask what, what I was eating. And I remember like I was eating nothing. And you guys are like, there's a much better way to train for. So we start talking diet and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, there's a way to get lean and eat more. I got to train with this guy. <laughs> that was the only thing I was. That's the thing. Like I, I did that for many years. Never. I mean, a couple times got paid for it, but I never did it. You never I did it to help people because right. I just didn't, I didn't do it for money. Right. But uh, I had the privilege of training so many athletes, so many different athletes too, like pro right. foot, NHL hockey players, pro football players, a uh, couple of Olympic athletes. Nobody really knows that. No. I mean, I trained a, an Olympic level figure skater and an Olympic level biathlete. Wow. Um, and I mean, and you know, tons of bodybuilders and figure girls and stuff yep. like that. I remember one Olympia I was sitting there uh, and it was one of the last Olympias I covered and over half of the girls on stage I had worked with, nobody knew. Because right. it was, all of them had other trainers that were, right. that were, Politically, politically, good for you got to be yeah. with the right trainer to right. place. The, yeah, and, right. but I was actually doing their their training for right. Them, right? So and, that was the thing. You started training me, and my body like completely changed. From uh, I had done Junior USA's, and then and then probably you were a pro after that. Six weeks later, yeah, you became I did a WBFF pro. Well, six weeks later, I did Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was like night and day, just in six weeks. So, I've, so anyway. But then after I moved to Las Vegas, um, Terry and I decided that we would go on a date. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like both he and I, you know, kind of like going into this very slowly because obviously. First of all, you're in the friend zone, right? Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, uh, okay, this is just, is it weird? Is it cool? Like, Right. I was, I was actually. I was pretty cool because the thing for me is I've never been a guy that can just go have a one night stand. Right. You know, because I don't like people in my life that I don't (laughs) feel like I know extremely well. Right. Right. And all the sex in the world isn't with worth the 
baggage and all the mayhem that comes after it. Sure. I want to know what I'm up against. Right. <laughs> and so for me, it was, it was. That's that, your analytical mind. Well, that's just me. For me, that was comfortable. Right. You know, right. and, and then, uh, you know, when we did start dating, it was like, okay, you're not living with me. You know, you got to have your own place. You know, it was, you know, and, and I told you then I said, I will never, ever, ever in my life ever get married. Again. Yeah, I know you did say that. Right. And <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. And I don't ever want kids. And I don't ever want kids. Yeah. yeah. And here, or dogs. And here we are. And Anna just, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and here I sit. I go, okay, I was always a German Shepherd guy. Now I have two little fluffy white multi poos. Yep. And uh and and children. Child. <laughs> child. And you're married. Yeah. And the ex SWAT guy, ex fighter, ex like still Harley guy. We've been married for yeah, six I years. Work, I work for a, a women's fitness it? wear company. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. your dreams came true. Oh, in the heck. I'm sitting in the house this weekend and just like a total hen party, right? Because everybody's talking. And this is the thing. What when, did you say? Hen party? Hen party. <laughs> well, it's a, you know what it is? Like you ever walk, you probably never walked into a chicken house before, but all the chickens are talking at the same time. And it's really, and I'm going to get lots of trouble oh for this. Oh my gosh, Terry. Are you it's actually truth. saying It's the truth. I'm standing there and, I'm, and, and, and there's like, what? One, there's, there's Crystal, Elaine, you... Um, Dua and <laughs> Doa, yeah. right? So five women sitting there and everybody's talking. Crystal's the only one that's not talking because mm-hmm. she's quiet, right? right? Everybody's talking. Yeah. Sometimes somebody else is listening, <laughs> but it's just like that. And it's just this moving thing. It goes from room to room and goes out to the vehicle and down the road and ends up at a gym or someplace. It just never ends. Really, Terry? Really? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, everybody's, I'm not wrong. Everybody's listening. <laughs> no. We can just multitask really well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen and talk at the same time. <laughs> but that's my life now. It used to be sweaty men, but now it's women. Well, you like sweaty men be- better? <sighs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? <laughs> it's more comfortable being around guys. And, and that's not even true because I've been around women for so many years now all yeah. the time. Yeah. But I do miss guy time. But when I met you, you were already like this because you were. But I hated it. A photographer. I hated it. You really? It was just like, okay, like, okay, the shoot's done. Now it's just like, go. Because I just need, I, I need some just quiet. I just need to be. Yeah, I remember Because the that. drama, there's always drama. It's like this weekend, it was just drama. Yeah. The whole, like every second, every bite of a meal is just dripping with drama, right? With girls. Yeah, and I just want to solve everything. And of course, nobody <laughs> wants anything solved. Why? That ruins the whole day. Oh my gosh. Truth. Terry. Truth. <laughs> you got to go shoot guns and. Yeah, and ride my bike. If I'm riding my bike or if I'm scuba diving, nobody can talk to me, right? Is that what you like? I like that. You're an introvert. Total introvert. Right? You never know it, but I am. No, yeah. no, because you, you talk so much. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite person to hang out with and spend time to is me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's Jesse's good too. Yeah, that's true. I was saying this morning we went to the gym and I said I wish Jesse was sick today. Oh, that's terrible. Because no, but when he's sick, he's just he just wants to snuggle in. Yeah, he he lays beside me, right up against me, and he wants my arm underneath his neck. Yeah, and back, and then we just lay in bed and watch TV. And we watch <laughs> we we both love these videos of it, like it's an it's an hour and a half of airplanes taking off and landing. 
I don't get it. And we both just sit there riveted. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's just awesome. Daddy, work. Yeah, daddy, work. Hot. Hot. <laughs> no, now he says, take off. Take off. Yeah, I taught him take off. <laughs> take off. <laughs> but that's like, it's just, it's just easy, right? Yeah. There's nothing to think about. Really? Yeah, it's good. Hmm. I, well, I enjoyed my time. Like you guys were, it was awesome. So having you're you guys saying there. I ruin your life? No, no, it's awesome. It's just, a, it just reaches a point where it's just like, okay, I, I can't take anymore. My drama <laughs> bucket's full. Well, but it's everybody's just a frustration. Gone. It's a frustration because you want to fix things. Yeah. You know, it's like Elaine. Okay. You guys, okay. Uh, we're going to do makeup at 10 o'clock. I'm going to shoot. And then after that, we'll go to the gym. Okay. But I have to go see Gail at this. Well, okay, go see Gail. Well, yeah, but I don't want to miss out on this. Okay, but I, I don't know. You want me to get an axe and chop you in two? You can be both places at the same time. I don't, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know what to do, right? Well, so are you stressed out? How is I that going to impact our shoot today? Well, because there's not 50 million women all around, I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm a woman. And I, I, I exaggerate. There wasn't really 50 million. It wasn't even 50. It was just like five, but. <laughs> it felt like 50 million. It felt like 50 million. Hmm. 50 million problems. <laughs> that, that might be true. But the thing is, is like, like today, actually working with you, you know, you know, the end of the story is, is that you weren't a model when I met you at all. No. And, and really weren't interested in modeling at all. And then when I became interested, I was a terrible model. For about a year. Yes. And then you you cracked the code and went from zero to like 100. And, and I'm scrambling to keep up with you. And, and that's kind of the way it's been ever since. But modeling is, I love working with you. Really? I love, love, love. I tell everybody that. I love working with you. It's, I actually, usually after a photo shoot, I'm exhausted and I just don't want to talk to anybody, right? But after I shoot you, I... I actually get the opposite. I get a bit of a high and it, like, I just, it feels so good. You know, I can't wait to see the pictures. I, I'm ready to start modeling more often again, you mm -hmm. know, um, just, I don't know. Like we, we, I've been through this, the last couple of years, it's just been a lot, you know, getting adjusted to being parents and. Let me ask you this. I know you I was liked, in the middle of a sentence. I know, but I interrupted you. <laughs> Yes, you Because what I have to ask is way more important. Oh, I can see that. Oh, you've been you've been around women way too long. <laughs> yeah, you, see? You did exactly what you complained. See what happens? No. No, you're not allowed to do that. Okay. Go ahead, Anna. <laughs> you were saying? Go ahead, Terry. What's so You important? like to shoot sexy pictures. Like you're you're not a woman that I... You're not inhibited at all. And you like to express yourself... And it's not like you want to be gratuitously sexy, but you just are inherently a very attractive and sexy woman. How do your fans that see you as this inspirational figure, this woman's foot into her person, this advocate for women, all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. do you find that is in conflict? How do your fans accept your sexier pictures? Well, I, th I think this, I think that, um, I think in, in it, it all goes, you know, how you define sexy is whatever for that person. 
Um, I think overall, um, what I used to do 10 years ago as sexy pictures is not something probably that I would be putting out there now. Um, just because I'm a different person. I'm at a right. different time in my older. life. I'm, I'm 10 years older and it's not really like because I look older, but it's just, um, you know, my interests have changed. Are and you ashamed of those pictures? No, I love those pictures. You know, th those are perfect pictures for where I was at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I will never stop taking sexy pictures. They just evolve with you, evolve with times, mm -hmm. you know, but... At the same time, I think that in the past 10 years, um, people just got a little bit more used to seeing sexy images, you know, as long as it's not gratuitous, like, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, I think that people love seeing somebody that feels empowered and, and confident, you know, and that... On, on that note, sorry to interrupt, on that note... Mm -hmm. The, and I, I did some research on this before, and I think it's still true today, but most of the comments and likes and stuff I get are not from guys on pictures. It's mostly women. Yeah, I think, I think women love uh, looking at other women that take great pictures. Mm -hmm. You know, I do. I love seeing modeling pictures, and mm -hmm. I love, you know, it's inspiring, and it's beautiful, and it's, you know, I, I think that nobody wants to live in that world of 50 years ago that... You know, if you did that, you were, you know, labeled this or labeled that. And I You're even remember. Yeah. <laughs> I even remember when I first moved to the US, I, you know, I was 20 years old moving here from Brazil. Mm -hmm. And even though I was in California, which is a very open minded state and very accepting, I remember because I used to dress in like m mini skirts and, and high heels and all this stuff for everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember people always like, oh, but that's Anna, your culture. You, Right. And but I think that even that has evolved. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it's just because we live in Vegas, because I think kind of everywhere is like that. And with social media, the world is small. But I think people I definitely notice like at the beach, everybody's wearing smaller bathing suits that than they used to. And that has always been the norm for me. You know, mm -hmm. even if it's not a thong, like it's a scrunchy butt or something like that, that has become the norm. Um, there was a time when that was illegal. Not that long ago. Oh I mean, gosh. when I was a photographer, there was places like that where you couldn't when, shoot something. When I phone. first moved from San Diego to Texas, um, I moved to like a community, one of those pre-plant communities. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, awesome. They have a pool. And it was like bold in bold letters that thongs were not permitted at that pool. And see, in Canada, a thong is footwear. It's what <laughs> it's we call flip-flops flip -flops here. It's a thong. Right. So if I what saw that sign, I'd take my shoes off at the door and go in like a good Canadian <laughs> does anyway, right? And think nothing what of it. What do you call those babies? It's tea bags or something? Uh, I don't know. Heaven? I don't know. What, <laughs> what you, good idea? I don't know what they called. Well, so... I don't think they had them when I was back then. <laughs> they didn't exist? No, no. We were still in, in you know, horseback and... Wooden but, barrel bathing suits. But I think that, you know, with um, with every artist, like I, I, I think that the sexy G-string, that's what they were called, G-strings. G-string, right. And, and that's the thing, like I don't even feel the need to take those pictures so much right now. Like I'm into a phase right now that is more like fashion sexy kind of, and, and that might be just where I am now. So I think sensuous is probably a better descriptive than sensuous. sexy. I mean, you're just sexy, period. Everything you do, that's just your personality. You're a very, uh, you're not inhibited. 
Yeah, I, you know, like it's hard for you to look at yourself and say, "Yes, I am." And I think, and I, no, but I, and I think you say when you say uninhibited, you think Anna walks around naked everywhere she goes. But, but the reality is, it's just you're not repressed. You right. don't come from a repressed place, you know. Um, like you, you've said many times before, you, you know, people are not okay. They're not so, so body conscious where you come from. So, for example, at our at our house, like my pajamas are. Like booty shorts and a tank top. Right. Right. No bra. Right. Because who sleeps with a bra? Right. <laughs> so I feel like that's covered up plenty to walk around the house. Not to walk with strangers, but mm -hmm. like, you know, if if Elaine's there or it, not guys, like if, if right. you had friends there, I wouldn't be wearing that. But I think there's other women there, I don't see a problem walking around like that because when I go to the beach, I'm wearing less and it's no, not a big deal. But they always make a comment that always makes me feel like, oh, I, I should put mm -hmm. on some more clothes. But to me, I don't see it that way. Like I, and if they were wearing short shorts and a tank top, I wouldn't care either because I don't think that's like, I think that's normal. Are you worried about Jesse seeing your pictures when he gets older? There has I know the answer to this already. I just <laughs> there's zero pictures that I've taken that I wouldn't that I would care if he saw, you know. Because right. he um, sees you, he you shower with him. I shower with him, and to me, in my culture, I know this to be true. And actually, we were talking to Shelly and Gracie because mm -hmm. they were, you know, they are the same way. Um, if a kid is used to seeing naked bodies, it's not it's not curious. They don't care. Remember when your cousin, uh, or your yeah, my nephew, your nephew Nando, right? Fernando was staying with us for six months. He came from Brazil. He was fourteen. Fourteen years old, uh, and and uh, that's when the house at that time was a studio. Right, part right? of our house was yeah. A studio. And I remember him coming home from school, and somebody was there, and for some reason they. It was Breast Cancer Month, and she was oh, doing right. a yeah. She, she was, was doing, doing for a, a, for a Bayesian. Uh, She's from magazine. Barbados. Yeah. It was for a, it was ma a cover magazine shot. From, yeah, cover yeah. shot for a magazine in Barbados. So she was just covering her breast with one hand. And, yeah. you know, he came home from school, opened the door. Hey, guys. And just walked right through to the kitchen to eat, you know. And he just had no reaction whatsoever. And the thing is, is that, you know, Jesse's too. I'm 43. Like, it, I'm ancient <laughs> to him. You know what I mean? Like, No, but I just think, I just think that he's not. Like he gravitates to nice people. Yeah. Whether you're a guy or a girl or whatever. Uh, you know, Gracie is cute, mm -hmm. right? But it's not like, uh, and I am projecting what he, he's two, right? Yeah. So what's he going to be when he's 14? Um, you know, I, I just think that that's a thing that if well, you're I used know, to that. I, I know like my that. mom was like that. My mom was very, very curvy, very sexy, mini skirts all the time like that, right? And mm -hmm. and the thing of it is, is it's 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 never been a big deal. It's like, your norm. Yeah, right? it's not a big deal. It's not right. like, you know, like I, it's just not a big deal you to You don't me. think anything of it. No, I'm more yeah. interested in somebody's character than than how they look. Right. And that's, that's how I feel. I think that with him, like he's so used to being around, in around the models and mm -hmm. like that, that I don't think he would affect him in... A negative way at all you know i think that and yeah that's how i feel i i all the pictures that we've taken i feel like i still look at them and you know even the ones that i'm like okay maybe i wouldn't choose this wardrobe today anymore 
But that's the thing. It's never been the picture. In our conversations, mm-hmm. it's just the wardrobe because the wardrobe's dated. Wardrobe's dated, I mean, you yeah. just cleaned out boxes of stuff. Yeah. Anna had a, a spare bedroom in our house that was, that was her closet. Right. Was the spare bedroom. I know. And you got rid of a lot of that just because it was dated. Boxes. Yeah, just stuff that, you know, it just wouldn't make sense anymore because you look, now you look like you're trying to be something else. You right. know, it looked like almost fetish or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, so like, I don't, I don't even know like what we're shooting today because you and I are doing a couple of tries in wardrobe. You know, just going to my closet. I got an idea in my head what I want. I actually bought a little smoke machine. My old one broke, so I bought a new smoke machine. This one just pounds out the smoke. So I know we can. I, I got an idea what I'm going to do, and we'll, oh, cool. we'll have to post some pictures. We'll talk about it in the next show. We'll talk about Perfect. what we did. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um, that whole creative thing, that creative process, when you start putting up roadblocks, I can't do this, I don't do this, I don't like this, I don't want that, I don't want that. It's just so limiting. And I think that's one of the things I love about working with you is that there, you know, I can just really imagine wherever my imagination, wherever my imagination takes me, mm-hmm. that the limitation is my imagination, not a bunch of other things that have to be in the way. I think that was the thing when, with modeling that when I got over... Um, the fear of taking a bad picture or looking silly or trying something and not working out. Um, that's when you truly like become something like you become an actress because that, that those are always our best shots when, you know, I just say, okay, try this out, you know, mm-hmm. look at this, does, does this look good? Or you say, okay, try this out, do a jump, do a, do a ugly face or do, you know, like mm-hmm. wear your hair back or wet it or whatever. But if you are like, oh, but I don't like my hair wet mm-hmm. because, you know, my nose is crooked. Right. That's, that's when you, you're it's like, irritating. okay, you can't, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. Or, okay. Move your and shirt that's what I way. hated about commercial photography Yeah, is it's either the model or it's oftentimes the people that are hiring you to do the shoot. Yeah. You know, they try to narrow everything down to a very narrow box. Right. And it's like, you know, I don't have that vision. Why don't you just take my camera and you shoot the picture? Cause clearly you have <laughs> the vision for what you want here. You're right. not interested in what I see. Right. Right. And that's what I hated about commercial photography. Now yeah. that I do it, I mean, there's girls that I love, like Francoise. I love to shoot her. Missy Posterly is another one. I just love shooting right. Missy, you know? Uh, and there's well, many, many. Well, because there's the same thing. They're willing to try and willing to be and, awkward or silly, you know? It's and, not and what about that doesn't like, mean is strip down to nothing and That's what I was going to say. When, when, you f- when you say, oh, you're not inhibited and you try anything, wherever my imagination takes me, I think people like automatically think dirty thoughts. Right, right. It, when and you it's say not, that, like that it's all. nothing like that. What it is is like um, modeling is very awkward because mm-hmm. you're on the other side of the lens. You you don't know what is looking like, and then a lot of times the body positions that look the best are, are so uncomfortable and awkward. Like you have to arch your back way more than you would walking mm-hmm. around or standing you know your feet usually your you have you have high heels your and it's hurt. it hurts so bad because usually your legs are standing in a, in a in a wide stand you know and and then you have to like suck your tummy in a little bit more than you would walking around you know push your shoulders back and this and that and you know chin forward all this stuff and then when that's all in place 
you have to have a, a facial expression like like none of that is awkward or hurting. Right. And you have to put yourself mentally in a different place. And then you're like, you open your eyes and you're like, oh, this is a dream. I stand like <laughs> this all day long, you know? Or sometimes you got to just like um, do a jump or do, you know, something that... You describe it differently than I would. Really? <laughs> That's because you're not standing there uncomfortable and hurting. I'm just ro rolling around on the floor trying to get a good angle. Yeah, which is uncomfortable and hurting uh, for you too. But yeah, it's just from the model experience. Like it's never, when you look at a picture and the model is like, wow, she looks beautiful. And, you know, it's this peaceful. And well, you can but, bet that she was really uncomfortable and hurting. A lot of times you're cold because you're either outside or in, in the ocean. If it's California, you're always cold. Yeah. You know, your hair is wet, yet you have to be there thinking that you are in the Caribbean and the sun is just, you know, kissing your skin mm -hmm. and you're just like, ooh. And then you take that shot and it's like perfect. If but in California, the water is never warm. There's no such thing as warm ocean never, water in California. Never, you know. It's freezing cold. And so, and so you can't be, you have to disassociate with all of those feelings mm -hmm. and just be really in your head. And also you have to be willing to, okay, look at this. How about we do this, you know? But this is the thing. That's what, to me, that's what makes a good model is right. somebody that gets that what this is is work and then if it doesn't it's not work comfortable, out it's not right. fun it's not you're not you know it, it's work you're and, and sometimes you're gumby. You're you, gumby sometimes you try something and it doesn't look good and you can't take that personally and i think that's another thing you know mm -hmm. if you uh you're like oh that didn't look good then you get afraid to try you can't get afraid to try because you just delete the bad pictures. Mm -hmm. Everybody takes bad bad pictures. You know, there's nobody that all. Yeah, and if you're not willing to try as a photographer, try to you know you got to try. And and if it's not good, well, boom, you learn something and you right. try something else, right? Right. Uh, that's the thing. And and then the models that get that to me are are the funnest to work with. And so. It's not like I've got a type or I'll only shoot this girl that looks a certain way. It's not. For me, it's about creating art and having fun doing it. Right. The creative process, I guess, is the cliche I like to use. But yep. that's what it is. That's what I love about you is it's just it's you'll be standing there with your feet are numb and like so much pain in your feet have gone numb and your right. back hurts and right. You know what I mean? And you're exhausted, but you'll still hang. But in think there about it. Like you go through the whole thing of hair and makeup and, you know, sometimes you have to get physically ready, you know, for, for a shoot. And, you know, so you get in shape, you go through the diet, the workouts, the hair, makeup, and you're standing there. It's like, why would you ever quit before you got the perfect shot? Right. But some people do. That's what, that's what I don't get. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and what I enjoy about working with you is that through all of that stuff, you can still express a true and honest emotion. Well, we'll so, see today if I can, if I still got it. Maybe you're going to knock it out of the park. <laughs> and with that, I guess we should probably wrap it up. I got to get some stuff packed up and we got to go, right? Let's go. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this show again is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. Check it out. We've got, uh, I guess Black Friday's coming up soon, right? Still a couple weeks away. Okay. Well, we got some cool stuff on the on the on the store, so check it out. We'll be back tomorrow. I guess not tomorrow. We'll be back Monday. We'll be back Monday. Back Monday with another episode of Good Light Unscripted the Podcast. Thank you for listening and God bless. <laughs>